bomb squad never gets here on time, okay? Anyway, it's eight minutes and 31 seconds. Raj, please. I, forget the cappuccino. You know what they're gonna say? Oh, yeah, they will say, we ain't somebody talking to the out here. That's right, but after that, they're gonna say, let's cut the blue wire, which I'm gonna do right now, Raj. Hey, hey, wait, wait, Riggs, wait! What? How can you be so sure? Oh, it's just a hunch. You're playing a hunch! Hey, remember the bomb under your toilet? Oh, shit, how can I forget? Red wire, blue wire, same thing. This is more simplified, though. A bit more powerful, but more simplified. I really, from where I was sitting, I couldn't see it. Right, forget it. Come on, Raj, trust me. Yeah, I'm sorry, I trust you. I guess not. Well, I'm cutting the red wire, okay? Help! Oh! What? What? A minute ago, you said blue! What is up and welcome back to another episode of Rotten Potatoes, the podcast where four friends sit around and review movies that you absolutely should have seen already, but at least one of us hasn't. My name's Tyler and I'm here with three of my best friends. I'm Scott. I'm friend number one. I'm Jake. I'm friend number two. I'm Zach. I am friend number three. <laughs> well, uh, I'm super excited to be recording with you guys, uh, even though, uh, once again, we're back in the abyss of a remote recording session. You know, it's okay. We're good. We're still doing it for the tots. And as yeah. you guys know, we're, we've uh, sort of gone to like an every other week recording uh, just as, uh, you know, uh, in, in preparation for Zach to, to uh, emerge from his cocoon. Uh, as dad Zach to be a pop potato. <laughs> I thought that this was just so that Zach could extend the year of Fast and Furious. <laughs> that's, that's true. Is this going to put us behind? And we're going to extend into next year. That, nah. That's my biggest concern. Is is how are we going to fit? I, am I going to have to give up some of my movies to take on some of the Fast? <laughs> some of the Fast no. films? God no, no, because I I think all the ratings for Fast needs to hit me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's only I think fair. maybe uh, our last month we all just sacrifice one of our movies and we all take a fast movie. I'd be down for a Fast and Furious month, especially if it includes F9, the Fast Saga. <laughs> yeah, or, I mean, I'll do it if everybody else does it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate everything right now. Well, we're reviewing uh, my pick uh, this time, uh, which is Lethal Weapon 3 for the last three years well, including this year, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done one Lethal Weapon movie a year. And every time, like, I feel like I got talked into the first one by Scott. And then I feel like every year I get talked back into, no, we got to do one more. Um, I do love these movies, though. And I picked it because ultimately uh, this was like a childhood staple of mine. Uh like, you know, these movies came out way before <laughs> my childhood. This movie, mm-hmm. uh, I think we're going to learn in just the facts. I think this movie came out in 91. I was born in 1990. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, for whatever reason, uh, I just discovered these movies, you know, when I was 10, 11, 12, and just fell in love with them. I thought they were, I thought they were incredible. I probably watched the first one for the first time on TNT. Oh, yeah. Because it's very dramatic. And TNT does no drama. It could be TBS, though. It could have it could it have was equally, also pretty funny. Yeah, it could have equally <laughs> yeah. been on TBS. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've been in love with these movies and and I'm excited to share them with uh, some of our our uh, our reviewers who have never seen them before. Yeah. Who uh, which of us were late bloomers on this one? Uh, I was. I was. Jake, uh, you were. Zach, yeah. you were as well. OK, cool. Yeah, I had seen it before. Was um, this an underwear movie? 
Um, I think this was like a low tier underwear movie. Like it's not one that we would like look for, but it's not one that we would turn away from if it was on, you know? How do you, I'm curious because this seems to be a talent that dads have. Yeah. Uh, so is. I assume that your dad can do this, but how do you look for something on TV? Because like, if I say, Hey dad, uh, it would be really cool to watch, you know, true grit two days later, my dad will be watching it on TV. Uh, <laughs> I, it's like a sixth sense. I think you get once you're a dad. So Zach should be getting it pretty soon. It's yeah. pretty exciting for you in this age of nobody having cable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a little more interested in in what you mean by you would turn your face away from. <laughs> 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 like, would you? Just, uh, does that mean you would just change the channel? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, they would still sit in their underwear with it on, but facing away from the TV. Yeah, you just yeah. listen to it. You don't watch it. Legally, okay. on a Saturday morning in the shooty household, you couldn't not have TBS or TNT on. Or like maybe we'll bring in a second TV to have a different channel on. Or mm. oh, okay, like right. maybe we'll just have it on and we'll go out and like garden in our underwear instead, <laughs> instead of like sit on the couch. You know, interesting. That feels risky. I feel like you're asking for scratches. <laughs> garden <in> our underwear. <laughs> it's a bold move. Yes. Yeah. It normally it normally is. Well, Scott, why don't you hit us with a little bit of just the facts about this movie? Yeah, so this was directed by Richard Donner. Uh, it was written by Jeffrey Boehm and Robert Mark Kamen. It released May 15th, 1992. Has a runtime of 118 minutes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 58%. IMDb gave it a 6.7. Uh, box office of $321 million on a $35 million budget, though, so uh, over 9x on that. And uh, did not win any awards, was not nominated for any awards. That's our second highest. Oh, no, third. Well, now fourth. I, I guess, <laughs> yeah, we've, it's, uh, we've, we've had some big ROIs already this season, though. Mm-hmm. That's, I would say, like our first, like, big budget, R- big ROI, though. Like uh, all the other ones were like a million as a budget. This had $35 million budget and still had a 10X on it. Almost, yeah. So. That's that's pretty good. And 35 million back in the 90s, that was definitely blockbuster spending. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it wasn't uh it wasn't 100 million, but like that 100 million mark, we didn't really start breaking until the 2000s, I feel like. Consistently, yeah. you know. Yeah. When did uh Titanic come out? That was probably that broke It was in the 90s. Right? Yeah, definitely broke 100. Um, but it was it was also in the 90s. I want to say 96, 97. Yeah, if only we had done it before and I had all that information on a list somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Titanic came out in, I have the sheet right here, but for some reason I can't read it, 97. 97, yeah. Okay. And uh, what was the budget on that, Jake? Uh, Where do we put the budget? To the right. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, this says uh, budget... 200 i assume that's, that's million that's million okay, okay, okay. yeah yeah right. our budget's always in millions cool uh <laughs> <laughs> it was 200 dollars, jake it uh, is yeah, nice I, to have other people with devices though <laughs> that can help me look for stuff <laughs> especially people that don't have to google jurassic park first <laughs> to get yeah. to, to get the to where they're going because i had to google jurassic park then get back to our sheet <laughs> <laughs> where is, is probably tough <laughs> where is our sheet publicly linked off of jurassic park <laughs> you don't want to know scott scott's planted our sheet 
in a couple of pages on Wikipedia. It's so. in the uh, I, every movie we do. I just post it as a link of like, hey, information about this movie can be found on the RP. Oh, so it's in the uh, like n- facts in just the facts. <laughs> yeah, for Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, which which there are no <laughs> we haven't done. Uh, <laughs> all right, well Scott, you had seen this movie before. What do you think watching it again? Obviously, uh, this is according to RP and Rotten t- or I'm sorry, yeah, Rotten Tomatoes and uh, IMDb. This is the worst Lethal Weapon we've watched so far. Yeah, and I think I agree with that. I I, I felt like there was something missing from this one that the first two had. I'm not quite sure what it is, but it was like uh, maybe le- it was like less fun. It took itself like more seriously than the previous ones did in some ways, but in other ways it was way crazier. And like, and so I don't know. Like, I I was watching this one and I was like, oh man, like this one was just not as good as the first two for me. Like the other ones were like, you just have a good time throughout the whole thing. This and during this one, sometimes I'm bored. Sometimes I'm like. Murtaugh is such a crazy person. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I don't. So I, w- I would agree that this is probably the lowest out of the three for me so far. Uh, it's funny that you say that this either was missing something or like had too much of something. Uh, this is the only lethal weapon movie where Riggs and Murtaugh arrest someone together successfully. Mm. And this is really? also the only Lethal Weapon movie where Murtaugh's family and home are not threatened. <laughs> mm. So that's what I was missing. Yeah. yeah, It missed a good Murtaugh family scare. Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts of this movie was when Leo was showing the house. And they're like, oh my gosh, I love this window. He's like, well, a car crashed through here. <laughs> so then they got to put in the window. They're like, wow, bathroom's great. He's like, yeah, it was blown up by a bomb. <laughs> Yeah, it's still got some uh, bomb damage, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it'll get it'll get fixed. It'll get it all get taken care of. Uh, Zach, what did you think watching this movie, and how did it compare to you to the first two Lethal Weapons? Um, I think that I might agree with Scott a little bit. Um, I I do feel like it dragged maybe a little bit. It it was not as fun as the previous two but like marginally so I, I still felt like it was a lot of fun. Um, this just kind of feels like a, a tried and true formula with these movies is just have two buddy cops, make one of them absolutely insane and just have them do whatever. And it's going to be uh, pretty fun. I feel like on paper, this one should have been my favorite because it just gets off to the most insane start. And they're just like, let's just have, <laughs> Joe Pesci in this way more and just bleach his hair and (laughs) (laughs) let's just have Riggs so insane that he's eating dog food like there were so many creative (laughs) decisions that I really loved Um, but like the execution on it just did fall a little flat so by the end of it I was uh, a little bored and part of it may have been that our turnaround time for recording this week was the the shortest that it's ever been so I had to watch this in six installments. And so uh, what? <laughs> I had to watch this uh, spread over three days. And I'd watch 30 minutes on my lunch break. Or no, about 20 minutes on my lunch break and then 20 minutes after work. And uh, that's kind of how I fit this movie <laughs> in this week. 
That's fun. That is that's so long to be sitting in Lethal Weapon. <laughs> three <laughs> three days. It felt like I was watching like a serialized Lethal Weapon show, <laughs> just binging this six episode season of Lethal Weapon, but getting no resolution until the sixth episode. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that may have. Uh, so you're you're. Go ahead, Jake. I was going to say, your first episode was great then. Your first episode was probably the, just the bomb scene, pretty much. I loved it. I really loved the first episode of this season. Um, I loved <laughs> when they're chasing the guy in the in the car, and I love that almost maybe as insane woman as Riggs is, who just hops in and takes over <laughs> and then falls in love with Murta. <laughs> I really loved yeah, that Yeah, I was whole... trying to figure out her relationship. Was she just like a security guard at the store that was being robbed? No, or she I, was she was the driver of the other of the actual car, armored the car. actual armored car. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. that. Was and so her partner got shot, and then she was like, "Oh no, let's go get these guys." Yeah, that took me a sec. I was just like, "Where did this woman come from?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like I wasn't sure if maybe they were just filming and this was just uh, a civilian that just hopped in the. Hopped in the shot and then just took over. I wouldn't have been shocked if that's what happened, but I really loved that whole part. I loved. I think my favorite aspect of this movie, though, is is bleach haired Joe Pesci. Um, and I felt like Joe Pesci was even funnier in this movie than he was in previous one. Um, I, I feel like this was maybe the funniest one, but also the most boring story, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's what happens in this franchise. I think that's kind of the arc is they get funnier, but the story gets worse. Like yeah, you're there just wasn't enough like Krugerans or anything in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Zero diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, what did you think uh watching this Lethal Weapon? I like I see I wasn't a huge fan of Lethal Weapon 1 and maybe I just didn't Maybe I just didn't get what I was in for. So, but I liked Lethal Weapon 2, and I liked this movie. I don't know that I liked it as well as I liked Lethal Weapon 2, but uh, honestly, I could have used... You know, Zach, you were saying it felt like Joe Pesci was in it a lot more. I could have used even more Mm -hmm. Joe Pesci uh, in this movie. Uh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was insane, like insane from the jump, and then didn't really get less insane as things went on, but in a good way. I thought it was pretty fun. The soundtrack of these movies are, is just so over the top uh, that I just, it's so in your face. Uh, and I i hate love it, you know, where I'm like, this is the, this is such a terrible decision, but I couldn't imagine this movie any other way. You know, it feels like, like it's just bad in the perfect way. Yeah. It's like, I, it's I like, feel like I know. need to know the motivation behind it. Like, was this to increase the drama? Then I hate it. Is this just a joke? Then I love it. Yeah, I don't want to know because I don't want it ruined for me that they thought it was a really good choice. You know, <laughs> they're like this is a good dramatic choice. I just don't want to know. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> what about you, Ty? What did you think about it this time through? Uh, you know, I, uh, I, I still do. I mean, I have so much sentimental value to these movies, and I can like quote most of them the whole way through. Uh, and so it's sometimes hard for all of us to like separate when we nominate a movie that we have a lot of sentimental attachment Mm to. Um, I, I think that this is just so much fun. I think it's a bad movie or yeah, I think it's a bad movie. Uh, but I think it's a, it's always going to be a fun time for me. Mm. Um, 
And I really feel like if you just like let go of if if you can just suspend reality, <laughs> yeah. uh, and and just you know give yourself over to the lethal weapon, <laughs> I feel like by this point they really do just get funnier and funnier. Um, and yeah, Joe Pesci. I mean, I I love in this one. Uh, I liked him. I liked his character way more in this one than in the second one. And I agree with you. I could use some more Joe Pesci. And a little bit of a spoiler for uh, for you guys, uh, Zach and Jake in particular, and I guess any tots that never watched Lethal Weapon. Uh, if next year we do get to Lethal Weapon 4, there's a lot more Joe Pesci. Mm. Also, uh, we get a new comedic relief mm-hmm. to like chop up with him as well, Chris Rock. Hmm. Wow, is Chris Rock chop it up with Joe Pesci? Is Chris Rock playing an adult Nick? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's playing a rookie cop. I feel like that's a miss. A very foul, uh, yeah. a very foul-mouthed, very funny rookie. I would have really loved if they had just did... recast uh, Danny Glover's son with Chris Rock. <laughs> I just I, I can't believe that we need more comedic relief in this movie. <laughs> we don't it's need to it. cut up all the tension. Yeah, we don't yeah. need it, but we do get it. <laughs> I think yeah, m- maybe we need some relief from the comedy. Bring us some tension, like uh, this and know. and next week's episode, Children of Men, both about the same intention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just both really tense movies. Well, not next week's episode, but or, the yeah, next, episode. next episode we release <laughs> potentially if if we do that one next. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, absolutely. I uh I think the thing that that this movie kind of suffers from, but also maybe like the recipe for its I I'm not even going to say greatness, but goodness is Richard Donner's like uh this is like his like I would say probably his vision more than anyone else's. So Shane Black, uh we talked about it in Lethal Weapon 2, Shane Black actually also wrote a script for this that got, like, totally dismissed. Mm. Um, Bohm actually wrote the original script for this, and Donner rejected it. And then they, like, like went to other writers, and then, like, he hated all those scripts, too. And then Bohm wrote another one. And, in fact, it got so convoluted that when it came to the credits, the marketing department thought it was a typo because like the credit is like something like uh, written by Bohm, uh, screenplay by Bohm and the other person, story by Bohm. And the marketing department was like, there's no way that they like did this like this. And so they changed the credits and started to put out movie posters and then the studio had to come back to him and be like, hey, no, what we said before was correct. You need to, like, recall these posters and destroy them. Was it just uh, from, there's like, so- three different occurrences? Because he had both yeah, attempted exactly. three different times. Exactly. Three different scripts oh, to get funny. to this script. And, in fact, uh, when they finally got to shooting, uh, Joe Pesci wasn't even in the movie at, the, at that point. Mm. Uh, and so all of his... All of his uh, lines got added, like, on the fly. Mm. Um, Riggs was actually supposed to be having an affair with Murtaugh's daughter, Rianne. Hate hate that. (laughs) And uh, 
the... This was the original script? Like, as they were going into filming. Oh, okay. And uh, the cast never had a completed script the entire time they shot. Mm. Jeez. Like, because they were just constantly making changes. So... It, it really is. It makes total sense to me why people are like, yeah, the story kind of sucked and some things didn't line up. It's like, yeah, no, uh-huh. that's that's for sure a, a real thing. Yeah, I think that's I, what must have been what I felt. Go ahead. Can I be honest? I didn't even think one time about things lining up in the story. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, along, along for the ride. This is crazy. I'm not really going to think about what makes sense with what. I'm just going to go. Yeah, That's fair. It didn't feel like that much more off the mark than the previous two for me. Uh, so yeah. I don't know if that reflects well of the first two or not, you know? I <laughs> I think it's just a reality. Like, I don't think I'm picking these movies because they're uh, just so excellent, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're just they're just a fun time. I will say that I, I have a lot of fun with these movies, and even this one still, even watching it uh, as a, a TV series, I still really had a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to the fourth one. And you know what, guys? I'm looking forward to the fifth one because that's happening. Yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah, heard about it's that. It's gonna release soon, right? Is it? I don't know. Wait, I so, I just found out about it. Uh I so Murta is still hasn't year. retired in the year twenty twenty three. Well I don't know. Maybe maybe he does and has to be maybe it's like Michael Jordan, he comes back out of retirement. Uh yeah, you know, I if you would have told me after Lethal Weapon one that we were gonna watch two more Lethal Weapons, I would have been pretty upset i was dreading <laughs> lethal weapon 2 last year honestly i just I, I maybe i need to rewatch lethal weapon 1 now that i know what i'm getting into uh but i didn't like him but now i too am looking forward to lethal weapon 4 uh, what do you think like what was the switch that like flipped for you between 1 and 2 i don't know i felt like uh and i think i was alone in thinking this but i feel like i remember thinking that 1 took itself very seriously mm-hmm. uh in and, a, and I just didn't feel like it knew its lane and knew what it was because it was stupid, but I didn't feel like it thought it was stupid, mm-hmm. you know? And then in two, I felt like two was a lot more fun and, and didn't take itself as seriously. And they, they just let themselves have a good time with it. Mm. And may, maybe it was, uh, what's his name? Departing. Oh, Shane oh, Black. oh, Departing. Uh, uh, Shane Black. Shane Black. Because uh, it, so- it sounds like he is taking these more seriously uh, like from what I remember of them talking about, of us talking about the original script for Lethal Weapon Two, mm-hmm. it sounded so much more dramatic. Uh, so maybe maybe it was him leaving uh, and just kind of like giving us a little a little bit more fun. Yeah, I think Donner really wanted uh, a fun, funny summer blockbuster, mm. and I think Shane Black wanted a more like timeless film, you know, <laughs> out of it. Uh, That's what we got. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I think we got a fun, funny summer blockbuster. Uh, so uh, I I was dying to ask you guys this, and I thought about uh, warning you ahead of time, and then I decided against it. I just wanted to know who happened to get lucky enough to catch the post credit sequence of this movie. Hmm. Oh, I didn't even know there was one. I stopped it immediately. Yeah, I, this I was. That too. Uh, <laughs> This was in the first 10 movies in history to ever have a post-credit sequence. Hmm. Uh, and only Lethal Weapon 3 has one. 
Uh, none of the other lethal weapons have one. Is it a part of the MCU? <laughs> it is not a part of the MCU, but it is pretty funny. So they, uh, they, like, it's just a high and away camera shot, just a single camera shot. We don't even see Riggs and Murtaugh, but we hear them talking. Mm-hmm. And their car pulls up to a building, and, like, you know, Murtaugh's like, okay, for real this time, we're waiting for the bomb squad. And Riggs is like, oh, yeah, for sure. We're definitely waiting for the bomb squad. And uh, then, like, they start to get out of the car, and a bomb goes off in the building and blows out all the windows and everything. And they just close the doors and slowly reverse away. <laughs> and one of them says, no one's ever going to believe us about this. <laughs> <laughs> and then it ends with them just both in unison saying what becomes the really the catchphrase of, of this movie and, and of also the uh, Lethal Weapon 4, the uh, we're too old for this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, can I say real quick? That uh, I know I said earlier that I loved every creative decision that went into making this movie. But I remember one that I really hated. And it was when mm. uh, they let that rookie cop come along with them at the end. Oh, yeah. And then kill him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like two minutes later. Yeah. Like that just yeah. felt so it, unnecessary. And then the fact that they're like, oh, by the way, let's make it this guy's birthday. Um, yeah. <laughs> it just felt really like mean. like 22nd birthday. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know what to, felt meaner to me? Oh, sorry. No, what, I, what Jake? I, I, I couldn't hear you guys because I think you guys cut out on my end. But uh, what felt meaner to me was when uh, Riggs looks at him dead and goes, happy birthday, kid. <laughs> <And then laughs> yeah. And I, know, I know what you mean. I don't think he meant it as a, like, a, like a joke, yeah. though. It's like a dig. <laughs> It, it, felt like it, it felt like it though. <laughs> well, the thing is that, like that, I thought that that was kind of a funny bit. That that's just like random rookie cop is just gonna like tag along because why not? And he's so excited sure. and he's yelling like "wahoo" before he goes into <laughs> into this <laughs> yeah. like this uh you know um situation. Uh, and I didn't expect him to kill him, and so that kind of just ruined <laughs> yeah. the bit a little bit for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, you like we didn't really have in the second one. I don't think I remember any co- like any like on screen or like character cops deaths. But you remember the first one, there was a bunch of cops that died. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was uh Frank. Yeah. Hank. Hank. Oh Wait, yeah. From Breaking Bad. From Breaking yeah. Bad, yeah. It was that in the first one where they had the montage of cop deaths? I thought that was yeah. the second one. Okay. No. Oh, no, you're right. It is the second one. <laughs> you know, because it's the South Africans it, that do it. It's yeah. funny. Like, these movies are bleeding together where I, I don't know if I'd be able to tell you the plot of which movie or you could tell me a scene of any of these. And I, I don't know. It, give me, like, six months and I wouldn't be able to tell you uh, a scene from any of the three of these movies. I wouldn't be able to place it into any specific You wouldn't movie. just scream diplomatic immunity? I would know that diplomatic immunity is from two. I would know Gary Busey is from one. <laughs> uh, but but uh, other it. than that, I, I guess I would know bleach-haired Pesci is from three. <laughs> yeah, And that's, that's as correct. specific as these movies get to me. And Chris Rock will be in four. Okay. So you've, you've got some, you've you've got got some markers least, here. Yeah, one big marker from each movie. Yeah. It sucks that one of them is Gary Busey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a plus to me. He was, I think, the highlight of that movie. I think so too. 
He, uh, he, he no, Zach. They. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna I was say, just gonna like, say in they, a lot of ways, oh, he's really the anti uh, Riggs. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I feel like in real life, he's probably about as crazy as Riggs. I've heard that Gary Busey is is insane IRL. He looks but, crazy. Yeah. Uh, Zach, they all bleed together for me too. It's this. It's the this franchise and the Rocky franchise. I've watched so many times, and I love all of them. But I always confuse which plot is in which movie. So someone will like, n- not that this happens a lot, but if someone were to bring up like, oh yeah, in Lethal Weapon two, it would take me a while to really like reconstruct the plot in my head. Yeah. Uh, and to get rid of the other movies, uh, like plots and characters, mm. uh, they they bleed together for me as well. Yeah, it's like I, uh, outside of this podcast. Oh, I was sorry. just gonna say it's like uh, when did Adrian go into a coma? Was that in Rocky Three? Yeah, or? exactly. I, I, it, it could have been three. It could have been four. It could have been five, for all I remember. But I remember I, it happening. I don't remember Adrian going into a coma, so it might have been five. I don't think I've seen past four. <laughs> it's in two. Four is even Drago. That's all I know. It's in. It's in Rocky <laughs> Two. So you have seen it. Oh, I just don't remember it then. Yeah, all I remember is uh, <laughs> oh my it God. definitely didn't happen in four because uh, Rocky's in Russia for that one. Right. Yeah, Wait. four is even Drago. Four is even Drago? Yeah. Two is Mr. T. What was three? No. I thought three was even Drago. Three is Mr. T. Three is Apollo. <laughs> three is Mr. T. Wait, Are one three? and two Apollo? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's the hard thing with Rocky 2. <laughs> not two. Not the <laughs> the hard thing with Rocky also. I I is that yeah. <laughs> is that they start and end. Uh, like the movies with uh, the same scene. Uh-huh. And so, so you're it's like really one big movie. Yeah, exactly. It's like one big continuum. And so you like think like, oh yeah, no, uh, three is even Drago uh, because like, you know, Apollo, Apollo like, like, you know, is going to fight him or something like that. And like, it's like, well, that's sort, sort of the end of three and also the beginning of one <laughs> or four, you know, mm-hmm. like, they they just have this continuum that that makes it really difficult for me. Like I couldn't tell you when Apollo and Rocky have a rematch. Is it the end of one or end of two? I have no idea. I think it's the end of three. No, I think it's the end of two, but beginning of three. <laughs> oh, and then they have a rematch again at the end of three. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's even harder when you did what I did, which was watch the Rocky series over 70 different 20-minute increments. <laughs> oh. um, it really starts Why? to bleed together then. For the same reason he did it for this. Oh, I mean. we didn't do it on the pot. He didn't have to work through it like that. <laughs> That's how Zach likes to consume movies. <laughs> yeah, I started I it with Rocky, and then I, I gave it a trial run with this one again, and uh, I think I'm going to just start committing to the to the format. It didn't disappoint. No. Uh, what did you guys think uh, about like the the villain in this one, Jack Travis, the the corrupt cop? He was okay. He was underwhelming to me. Yeah. He didn't leave much of an impression on me, but I'll be honest. I don't. I don't know that any of the villains have left much of an impression on me besides screaming diplomatic immunity. <laughs> uh, other than that, they've just been the bad guy which is an excuse for us to watch Riggs and Martad do something, you know? 
Gary Busey holding his uh, arm over an open flame didn't leave an impression on you? <laughs> no, until Zach said Gary Busey was in Lethal Weapon 1, I forgot Gary Busey was in Lethal Weapon 1. <laughs> That's fair. Well, I do have, again, good, uh, like, spoiler alert news for you. It's not really a spoiler He's back. at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, they rebuilt him? Yeah. Uh, lethal Weapon 4, the villain is Jet Li, and he's actually the most memorable villain. Mm. Mm. I, I don't remember if I've seen 4 or not. I think I have. Yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know if you have or not. Are these? Uh, I feel like you would remember. Are these movies more like Rocky than we think? Where like the fourth one's the worst, but it has the coolest villain. Yes. Hmm. The fourth one is going to be. Does that have the lowest ratings? The fourth one. Oh, I'm ninety nine percent certain it does. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm bummed or not because I feel like the the first one has to have the best ratings, and that's been my least favorite so far. So I don't know that I care what the critics think of Lethal Weapon. But I think you just thought it was going to be something that it wasn't trying to be. And it so could I, be. I think you would benefit from rewatching one with this new lens of what two and three are. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, it is very different, I would say. Like, the like from one to three, the entire tone of the movie has changed. It's a vibe shift, for sure. Yeah. That's, what I, that's how I feel, but it's been two years, you know? So, who knows? I'll watch it again. Um, how would you guys feel about this movie giving Murtaugh like a, a bit of like a, a mental breakdown? Uh, I mean, I feel like he's just always on the verge of a mental breakdown. Uh, but it was a bummer for sure. I mean, I feel like that whole that whole part of the plot, that whole arc was actually really like kind of tough like it, it was actually it felt way more real than the rest of the movie did um that that arc was maybe it was my least favorite because tonally it was just different and it, it was maybe a little more tough and it wasn't what i was in the mood for i wasn't expecting it though it was definitely minor keys on the blues guitar and yeah but it was still it was, it was still so loud uh that uh, I thought they were setting us up. So, and maybe I just missed seeing this guy's face. But when when Riggs in that scene where where Murtaugh shoots the kid, I forget his name. Uh, when Darryl. Riggs when Riggs gets hit in the back of the head, and then that guy runs off, and we don't see his face. I was fully expecting them to like set us up for it to be uh, what's his name, Nick Murtaugh's oh. son. Yeah, the son. Uh, yeah, I I just I was like, man, all right, this is gonna be pretty crazy, and then they just kind of didn't do anything, and I was a little bummed, honestly. I think I w- I would have liked it more if he had accidentally killed his own son. Oh, that's <laughs> I think I, that's I think Shane Black agrees with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then it just carried on being goofy and ridiculous. <laughs> okay, you you lost me for a sec, Scott, but you pulled me back in. I would have also enjoyed that. <laughs> Just like he's just he yeah, just goes like, home and he's like, whoops, <laughs> <laughs> just staring at his uh his dead son and you just hear <laughs> and Riggs has some quippy like nice knowing you kid yeah. kind of a <laughs> that and then Riggs also decides your daddy to now? to uh, get with his daughter. Get with Rianne. Yeah, so he just has his like, whole family falling apart. He's just and Murtaugh really does six days. Family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Murtaugh really does six days before retirement have like a full mental breakdown yeah. and like goes on a shooting rampage. <laughs> oh. <and laughs> 
It sounds super fun. What did you guys think about um, Riggs and the daughter's kiss there at the end? Didn't that feel it weird? Is, it yes. felt weird to it me. It was yeah. pretty sus. Yeah. And like, because like I was like, I was offended on Riggs' behalf when Murtaugh kept being like, you slept with my daughter. And then like literally 10 minutes before, he's like, I got three kids. They're your kids. Uh, but then he did that. And I was like, I'm a little bit less offended uh, for you now because that was. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't like it. That was definitely more than a fatherly kiss. Yeah. Yeah. So they definitely abandon it by the fourth. But in this one, again, remember, it was actually a part of the script at one point that they slept together. And like were like he was actually she was actually originally going to be Riggs's love interest. And Lorna, the cop that he falls in love with, was actually going to be played by a man. Um, and they were going to be rivals. Riggs and, and Lorna's character were going to be rivals. And so this is just one of that kiss and the, you know, you, you're, you're sleeping with my daughter, that whole fight. Both of those are just vestigial remnants of the original script mm. that they just, I guess, forgot to, like... I was wondering if maybe they got filmed before they made the changes. No, no, I think they were just like, they were constantly editing the script through shooting Mm. and substantially editing the script, like not just lines, but entire story, Mm -hmm. like plot points. And so they just kind of forgot to like cut it out. And then they got to the editing room and they're like, "Uh, we'll just try and make it work and hope no one notices. Hmm. But we noticed Richard Dahmer. It was uh, it was almost as weird to me as when Murtaugh's whole family just comes in and hangs out with him while he's in the tub. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't and happen then, to you. And then his wife just covers him up with like a, a rag, as if that's not gonna float away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Didn't that happen in the first the first one too, or the, was it the second one? Uh, it could have been the, it, one of the two. I think it was probably the first one. But it could have been the second uh-huh. one. Because he was, he, like, Murtaugh throughout all four and probably the fifth movie is perpetually about to retire. Yeah, and he's always getting caught, like, naked in the bathroom doing something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He spends a lot of time in the bathroom with other people. <laughs> <laughs> the weirder thing is not that uh, the family was there in the tub with him, but that Joe Pesci walked in uh-huh. and, like, hung out as well. <laughs> I think um, it's a little bit less weird uh, to be naked in front of your buddy than to be naked in front of your kids. I'll be honest. Yeah, but what about together? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> All right. That feels All right. normal. How'd you guys feel about uh, Riggs's uh, dog-taming capabilities? Loved. <laughs> that was a wild scene. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, I fully thought that they were going to bring it around. He's like, I've got dog treats. <laughs> He's been, eating, he's been eating dog treats the whole movie. <laughs> and then he doesn't even do that. Uh, yeah, wild scene. Loved it. Uh, so right before that, the Lorna says something to Riggs, uh, like in the scene before that, that uh, Close is a lingerie store without a front window. Mm-hmm. And then like in the dog sequence, he's like, I don't know. I don't get it. And she was like, don't get what? It's a dog. And he was like, no, lingerie store with a... You know, yeah. No window. I don't get it. And she's like, not now, Riggs. Uh, she ad-libbed that scene, and 
so he ad-libbed that part because he still just didn't get the joke and he was like this will be like a funny addition so that was all ad-libbed mm. i'll be honest uh, i was with riggs i i was like what does that mean and then i was like did i miss something am i do i need to rewind the movie and figure out where she talked about this i'm glad i'm glad to know that uh it was just dumb line yeah, well, even Mel Gibson's like, like I don't get it. What, what does it? What does it mean? I don't know. I, <laughs> okay. I still don't know. It never gets explained. I've thought about it six ways from Sunday, and and I have I have. Because no what clue. was it? Lingerie is close. Is a lingerie store without a front window. But I don't know if she's saying like close, like closed kind of a thing. Mm. If she's if it's a wordplay, or if it's I, yeah, I have no idea. I have no clue. Or if it's that a lingerie store without a front window is probably a sex shop or something like that, that it's, you know, close, like intimate. Like, I really, I have no clue. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, w- <laughs> that was like fun noise you made. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty fun noise. Uh, what about, uh, you know, classic uh, Riggs, Murtaugh, like, just being bad cops antics, like when they when the Riggs Jay pulls Walker. a gun on the jaywalker. Yeah, definitely would yeah. get fired today. Yeah, just 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 pulling his gun on a guy for laughs, you know. <laughs> like who can't relate? I I loved that part, and I I feel like I would have loved a whole movie of just Riggs and Marta just being like B cops, just just messing around the whole movie. So apparently, uh, I haven't seen it. I tried to find it and watch it, but for Lethal Weapon 2 and then also for Lethal Weapon 3, Mel Gibson made a even goofier, funnier, like, side film of Lethal Weapon 3, like, while they were filming it, and it released directly to HBO, and I tried to find it to watch it, but I couldn't find it. Mm. What was it called? Uh, Mel Gibson's Lethal Weapon to the third one, or it was like something really ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. Yeah, HBO is just for some reason burying their own content uh, yeah. right now, and I. So I'm not surprised that you couldn't find it. Yeah. <laughs> it also, I'm guessing, was probably uh, like you know doesn't hold up culturally. Like, yeah, I'm it's sure just not good. <laughs> well, no, I'm I'm sure there was some uh, oh. questionable. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to have this on our platform? Yeah. Questionable content. Uh, but Zach, I agree with you. I think having a whole movie of them just being beat cops doing ridiculous things like like the whole movie could just be them in their like suspension. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Lead the weapon 3.5. <laughs> It's not the movie that we uh, deserve, but it is the movie we need right now. All right. Well, uh, what do you guys say we uh, we put this one to bed? Let's yeah, do it. Good with me. Um, I think we're going to go to you first, Ty. I really should have looked at what I rated the previous Lethal Weapon movies to put this in context. Uh, see, Lethal Weapon 2, you have it at... Uh, seven one or no, that's not right. Hold on. Yeah, seven, seven one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna give this a seven point two. Seven point two what? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, seven point two. Uh, cats rescued from bombs. All right, I'm gonna give this a 
6.2 cop killers. <laughs> Is that the bullet or the people? Yep. <laughs> uh, Zach. I'm going to give this movie 6.9 bleached tips from Joe Pesci's head. <laughs> he was all bleached, baby. Just the tips. Yeah, the tips were bleached too. Platinum, platinum blonde. And how about you, Jake? Uh, I'm gonna give this seven dog biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> so this comes out to a 67 percent. Uh, once again, the uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 58 percent. IMDb gave it a 6.7, and we also came in at the same at 67 percent. Um, so this comes out to movie number 98 out of 133. Mm. Nice. Or 132, I guess. I'll, I'll switch the order. That's, a, that's about where I expected this to land, I think. It's, uh, that feels like a, a worthy rating for Lethal Weapon 3. Uh, I'm, I'm actually now like fully convinced we made it this far. We will definitely see Lethal Weapon 4 next year. You have to keep it going. I mean, we made it. Yeah, if we're doing if we're doing nine Fast and <laughs> yeah. Furious movies in one year, which are all worse than these <laughs> so far, so far. Yeah. Scott, what we, what did we rate uh, the first two Lethal Weapons? Do you mind pulling that out for me? Um, all right, let, yeah, let me look real quick. Uh, Lethal Weapon two, uh, we gave a seventy percent, mm. so that was about three percent higher. And then Lethal Weapon, the original, we gave a 68%. Uh, mm. So this w- came out 1% lower than than that one. I've, I also like that I, I have faithfully, like, I think I agree with this. I, I think I've faithfully uh, rated these movies. Well, it's interesting that, like Jake said, he really liked two way more than one, but he only rated them 0.1 different. I don't think, I think I enjoyed them more, but I think they're all not good movies yeah i i i agree with you jake i mean you know i i i think we're i think we're this is one of the few franchises that i feel like we're all pretty much on the same page about like we like it it's fun it's bad yeah but we're pretty split on fast and furious (laughs) i checked uh I've, i've rated every fast and furious so far four uh (laughs) <laughs> all of them just got a four straight across the board yeah i didn't realize that i did that but they're all a four <laughs> that's funny because i definitely felt like some were better than others so far <laughs> jake's just like it's a four it's i've been forever. i've been in abject misery uh, <laughs> um well we're not exactly sure what episode we're going to come to i think it'll be children of men next yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but coming up in the in the near future, we have Children of Men, we have Coco, and of course we have Fast and Furious. Oh gosh, the fourth one. It's just called Fast and Furious. Look, yeah, yeah they, they abandoned the numbers. numbers. Yeah, <laughs> and they the didn't buzz. call it the fourth one. <laughs> Look, yeah, I know that our our fu- the future of this podcast is a little questionable right now. Uh, you guys can do Coco without me, but uh, I'll be back for Fast <laughs> and Furious. <laughs> you better watch Coco. I'm not missing. <laughs> I'm not missing the F4 F4. <laughs> not 4 F4 F4F? F? No, it's Fast it's four, F4 Furious 4 F4. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Scott, do you have any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um I really really don't. Dude, I think this episode is just going to be effed up.